If you're like me, you've seen a groundswell of support for a new film called Sound of Freedom, starring Passion of the Christ actor Jim Caviezel. Sound of Freedom is a true story film that exposes the darkness of child trafficking. A federal agent saves a boy from traffickers, but his sister, she's still captive. He embarks on a dangerous mission, risking his life to free her from a fate worse than death. I just finished this film last night. And I'm honored to invite Jordan Harmon on the show today. Jordan is the president of Angel Studios, the production company that has brought this film to life. This isn't the first time Pick Up the Six listeners have heard of Angel Studios, and it won't be the last. This is Pick Up the Six podcast. Jordan, an honor and a privilege, man. I mean, the turnaround time of watching this thing last night, efforting to get you on the show today. Uh, not by accident, not by coincidence. So I'm just grateful for a few minutes, man, to catch up. No, oh, thank you. Appreciate it, Brian. What a journey you guys are on here, right? From starting these studios, right? Everybody thinks about the chosen and just right, like this ma massive, massive project to then to continue to build more projects, more films. We had David Helling on to talk about his movie. And now just this one, man, it's just you can tell something's magical happen when a film comes out the same weekend as Indiana Jones and it doubles uh, at the box office. So something's happening, man. I'm just, I'm grateful for the chance to talk to you about it. Oh, we're very excited. I mean, our, you know, we've, we, for a long time, we've looked at the landscape of entertainment. We started angel studios 10 years ago, you know, four brothers and a cousin in a basement. And, mm. uh, and we wanted to create, um, a place where parents could go and take their children and they could experience content. Now, maybe not all the contents, you know, child friendly, but it's all content that amplifies light, right? That's yeah. our mission is to tell stories that amplify light. And so we're really grateful for, you know, the support of the community and the angels who have come out and, uh, and made this all possible. You know, my kids are 11 and seven. And I watched that thing last night, just, thinking about them the entire time. And yeah, maybe the specific uh, film sound of freedom might be a little above their pay grade currently, but you know what, for an older generation of kid and for families that watch it, for the folks that have gravitated towards this thing um, there's just, it's not surprising to me. You guys are having the success that you have. Hey, take me back a little bit though, right? This idea, right? So you talk about creating a place where families can go. Obviously this is something you guys were doing earlier in your career, right? You had VidAngel as a place where folks could, right, watch some stuff without yep. being inundated with a bunch of garbage. So what is that sort of genesis to, to actually forming the studios? I know you've done a bunch of marketing and work in that space, but I mean, just, yeah. just the dream of, of a few brothers and some friends to bring this thing to reality? Yeah. So the, um, you know, we, uh, we, in 2012, my brother Neil and I were um, he was, we were trying to pay off some debts from the families. And so he was living upstairs with his family and I was living downstairs with my family. And, uh, and we just, you know, had this idea of creating a, a technology that would allow for parents to skip and mute content that they found objectionable mm -hmm. to, to the, to their families. And, um, and then we wanted to, over the years, build a large enough community that we could launch into original content, you know? And so, uh, obviously, you know, we really kind of exploded in 2015 and Disney and Warner Brothers and 20th Century Fox and Lucasfilms came after us and sued us. Without, you know, without going into too many details, the the irony of that is <clears throat> when they sued us, we realized that um, we didn't have the resources to take on this legal battle. 
And for us to be able to solve this, uh, we went to our community and we said, Hey, listen, you know, you're because they were clamoring saying, Hey, how can we donate? How can we help? Yeah. We want you guys to, you know, take this on. And so for us to solve this, we said, it's going to require more resources than we possibly have, but we're willing to fight this to the Supreme Court if you guys want us to. And so we opened up a crowdfunding campaign and basically said, if, you, if you're interested in investing in, in, in VidAngel, now Angel Studios, <clears throat> then you can invest and actually own some equity. So if by some miracle we come out of this alive, then uh, then you guys can own a piece of this company. And, uh, and we raised over $10 million in five days and it just blew us away. And, uh, and so we took half of that and we dedicated it toward legal battle and, and we took half and we, and we immediately launched our studio into original content with dry bar comedy, which blew up right when it needed to. And it saved mm -hmm. our company in a meaningful way. And then the chosen, which blew up and, and, yeah. and has been, you know, a catalyst, incredible, you know, tip of the spear for angel studios in our company. And so we're so excited about, you know, the seven seasons of the chosen, but the, um, but then there was this, uh, realization along the way, cause we actually didn't think too heavily about getting into the theatrical business, you know, years ago, um, we were thinking, well, we, we know, we know, uh, direct to consumer marketing, we know tech let's, <clears throat> let's live in that space. And the, and the theatrical world is kind of a, you know, a different world and it was a black box to us. But then we had this crazy idea of, um, uh, Brandon Purdy, our, our, he's now our, our head of theatrical distribution, but at the time he just contracted with us, he gave us this idea. He said, guys, why don't you take a couple episodes of the chosen and, and, uh, or, or some type of new content and do a kind of a theatrical event. Yeah. And, um, and so the first stab at that was a few couple of years ago, we did Christmas with the chosen, which was a bonus episode and some bonus content. And we did a theatrical event and we broke all of fathoms records and did, you know, I think 12 or 13 million in the box office. And everybody's like, Whoa, what is this? And, and, and the goal when we did that was, we didn't know if it would work or not, but what we wanted to understand, and the reason we partnered with Fathoms, we wanted to understand how that world worked. And we wanted to collect as much data and understanding being inside the box to really understand the theatrical business. And we started understanding, okay, this, this black box that was so scary to us is now becoming a little less scary. And so we did it with the you know season premiere of, of season three mm -hmm. of The Chosen for the first two episodes. And we broke the Fathom record again with 15 million in the box office. And we started going, okay, you know what, now let's, now let's, um, there are certain, you know, limitations around, uh, you know, maybe Fathom's model. And so now let's yeah. go see if we can actually go direct. So we brought in Brandon Purdy, the guy who inspired the idea and, and Jared Giese, our head of global distribution had been pushing us for a while to do direct theatrical distribution. And so we said, let's, let's test it on a film that happened to have gone through what's called our angel guild. And the angel guild is the, you know, all the investors of the chosen and dry bar and Tuttle twins and freelance, any one of our TV series and films, those investors are the, are the gatekeepers of angel original content. And they have to first give us the thumbs up to even be considered to be an yeah. angel project. Yeah. And they had given this small film an incredible rating. And so we're like, what do we do with this film? It's, it's extremely compelling. Um, and we love the director, but we don't know exactly how to do this. And so we decided it needed to be seen in theaters and we spent from, you know, November of last year through uh, uh, Easter deciding to launch in one of the busiest times of the year in terms of box office, uh, a small $250,000 film. And, and we, we, we did something very new where we said, you know what, we know the power of crowdfunding because that's how we've done the yeah. chosen and that's how we've done all of our different projects. Let's test crowdfunding 
the PA and the PA means prints and advertising. That's basically, you know, uh, Hollywood jargon for marketing. Okay. And, and so we decided to crowdfund the PA for his only son. And we thought we'd maybe raise 300 to $400,000. It's a small film. We didn't want to do something crazy. Well, the crowd bulldozed in and raised 1.2 million in like less than a hundred hours. Yep. And so we were like, okay, we've got a problem now because we were originally thinking five, 600 screens, small test. We'll see where we land here. But now we have too much money to spend efficiently on five, 600 screens. So we went back to the theaters and we said, actually, we need, you know, more screens. And they said, well, how many? And we're like, uh, 1800. And they're like, that's impossible. And so we decided to just start selling out as many of the locations as that we had. And we earned our way up. And by the time we released on March 31st, his only son was in nearly 2000 screens and locations, which was just remarkable. It was unprecedented. And everybody was, you know, kind of shocked that, you know, the industry was like, how did this small film get third in the box office behind, you know, huge and ahead of huge titles like Dungeons and Dragons and different, like what, what is happening? Yeah. And, um, and, and during that time period, we had been working on a deal with the, um, the the team with Sound of Freedom just right before the, the the launch of his only son. And we'd worked out a deal and we decided, you know what? Not only are we going to launch Sound of Freedom, but we had a couple members of the team who felt very strongly um, that July 4th needed to be the date. So we went from one of the busiest times of the year to another one to the busy right. to the busiest next time, time release a movie on christmas okay or thanksgiving yeah yeah, yeah. That, well there, you, believe it or not there's one coming but the but the but the and so we and so we went after it and uh everybody in the in hollywood that we knew was like you guys are crazy you guys are we're crazy never gonna get of course. screens you yep. won't even get a thousand screens like there's just no way in a thousand locations and and we did this you know we we our audience showed up we spent our money very efficiently and we worked our way up till last, you know, Friday we had 2,850 screens, which is a massive release, uh, especially for the summer. And so we're so grateful for, you know, AMC and Regal and Cinemark and all the theater chains mm -hmm. who basically have partnered with us and given us, uh, you know, locations at a time that's so busy. And and it shocked everybody again. Now we yeah. are, we were less shocked because we know we can see internally how we measure. Yep. And uh, it's very different from how Hollywood measures. And so on Hollywood's measurement tools, like we're, you know, we're not even there. And all of a sudden we show up on July 4th, taking number one in the box office in the summer. And they're like, wait, what, where, right. where did this movie come from? Right. And so, um, again, it's been, I think the theme of angel studios, at least for me has been every time we hit a, a wall where we feel like we can't figure out what's next or how to get to the next step or make the next leap. It's and it seems like there's this massive amount of opposition that piles on. Mm -hmm. And as a company, we rally together, we harden together, we grow together, and we push through that. And the moment we push through that, it's this massive growth curve. We've seen it time and time and time again. And so I think in everybody's lives, there's these moments where we just feel stuck or we feel like there's massive opposition. And the way that we can push, like it's it's the people who can give just a little bit more for yeah. a little longer than they feel is physically possible yeah. are the ones who end up winning and pulling out. And so we've seen that time and time again, and it's been stepping stones and will continue to be stepping stones because in 2025, we're going to do a worldwide massive release of a film called David, which is, you know, an animated, you know, yeah. almost $60 million yep. film. And we've seen that circulate in the last couple of years, right? Yeah. And so but what you guys do, Jordan, that's so incredible to me 
is first and foremost, you don't lose sight of those you serve, right? And I think, you know, just Hollywood, they're going to make all these movies and cram them down people's throats, almost whether they want them or not. You guys have sort of flipped the script on that. And you've, you're just, you're a massive disruptor. Like the main character in the hit series that you guys have created, which by the way, I love hearing seven seasons, knowing yeah. kind of where you're at. I'm like, yes, let's yeah, go. Don't spoil- season four is just finishing up production. And uh, there's, there's, you know, three more after that. We're very excited. Yeah. Don't spoil the end for me. Right. I, will, um, I, will. I, I hear there's a book about it, but you know, <laughs> you can go figure that but out. But there's something about the way in which you've just, you've empowered your stakeholders to be a part of it that I think it's just, that's why you guys are disruptors on the scene. And quite frankly, it's why when you put out a movie like sound of freedom, that is technically sound delivers an amazing message, looks great. You still have folks that are going to seek to knock you down just because you fly in the face of what everybody else would expect movies to be about. And you're challenging the very, the, the most sinister and evil underbelly of our world today, yeah. which is child trafficking, right? You're, you're challenging uh, this just gruesome, horrific act. So tell me about this movie, the time that we've got left, this movie coming together, right? Listen, man, it's a heavy watch, right? The front half of it's super heavy, um, but important. But you guys have been working on this for a while, right? Like it's been kind of done for a while before you finally get to get it out, right? Yeah. So, well, the, 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 the producer, Eduardo Varaski and, and Alejandro Monteverde, the director and Rod Barr and, and Jaime Hernandez and, and Leo Severino, their team has been working on this for eight years wow. and they, they had had distribution with Fox and then Fox sold the Disney and for whatever reason, Disney decided not to distribute it. And then they acquired the rights back and then it took them years to find another distribution partner. They went to Netflix and Amazon and no one really wanted to touch it. And, uh, and so from Angel's perspective, we've known about the film for years, but we actually didn't sign a distribution agreement until like literally less than a hundred days ago. Wow. And, and so we, that's we, incredible. It, it was a miracle. One getting that distribution right. agreement together. We got it together in less than six days and, and the team just rallied together and there was synergy and we could fill it. And, um, and then to pull together a theatrical distribution plan and pull uh, and, and launch it in less than a hundred days for July 4th was, you know, miracle, you know, two of uh, a thousand but the um, but I keep saying that it's been astonishing work and miraculous outcomes, and it is a heavy film. But it's a film where you know my sister in law. I, I was talking to her, and she was she said something really powerful. I said, just you know, it's a really heavy film, and she goes, Jordan, if these children have to suffer like this for years, I can suffer for two yeah, hours. For two hours, that's right. And 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 it, and th- I want people to realize that it's not suffering; it's heavy, but it's hopeful. When you get to the end of this film, you feel mm-hmm. hope, you feel energized. You want to do something. You want to action. Alejandro Monteverde always says, "I want my films to begin when the credits, when the, when, when the film ends." I Meaning, he's like, yeah. "I want the movement yeah. to start, the people to understand," and and uh, and that's a powerful way of doing filmmaking. And so, it's about entertaining and moving people. And so, this film is, you know, it it really is the we hope the beginning of the end of of child sex trafficking. Yeah, there's powerful moment. There's not a spoiler. But uh, Jim Caviezel plays Tim Ballard, right? The main character of the movie. And Jim would tell you the main character is the, is the brother and sister combo yeah. that you sort of follow throughout the film. But Tim, real life Tim Ballard, portrayed by Caviezel is sort of the, the, the main character of the movie that kind of 
tracks it all along, but he he delivers a very special message to the audience at the end. I think that's where that hope and sort of that call to action comes from. And I thought that was very well done. His role in this man, I mean, just sort of takes it to another level. How, how important oh, was he? How much was it like, you got to get Caviezel on board for this thing? So Tim Ballard was the one who was who said, you know, they asked him, they said, who do you want to play you? And he said, Jim wow. Caviezel. Yeah. And and they said, well, hold on a sec. Why? And he's like, well, I love him in Count of Monte Cristo. Yep. I love him in the Passion of the Christ. Yep. And I feel like he's a man who will, he won't just play this part. He will, he will, he will um, internalize it, mm. which Jim has done. I mean, yeah. he is. I believed him at every turn, his emotions exactly at right. every turn. Yeah. And he and and not just even in his in his acting. You now look at him, bro. He's, he's on fire know, for this right five, now. It's five year five years of of opposition, and he's still pushing this. Right, most actors would be like, "No, I clocked in, I clocked out, I'm done." And he's like, "No, I'm giving my all to this." And so he's just he's an incredible actor. He's an incredible human being, and he understood the value of making sure that the core messages of this film stayed maintained and preserved and so jim i think jim was one of the many critical pieces of the puzzle to make this the masterpiece that it is yeah the the acting throughout is excellent um I, you know i just watched it last night right so i'm racking my brain but the character who is the colombian cartel yeah, guy that v vampiro he's right he's, that he's helps no him he oh my gosh amazing amazing yeah amazing Amazing. Like I'm, and, Oscar for best supporting actor. I mean, bro, he's, so good. he's so good. And the kids are amazing and, and you just feel a connectivity to them and, and your heart goes out to them throughout the entire, entire thing. Again, what you guys do that's so unique, right? Is you come up with these opportunities for the audience to get engaged, right? To be a part of this, to really yeah. be a part of a movement. You're creating films that are connecting people to something bigger than themselves, right? You're one of the most purpose-driven studios, maybe the most I've ever seen. And again, the thing I got out of this film is like, it, it's, it's, it's well done. It's leave the 99 like none before, right? They won't stop to save every, right? He's trying to get this one kid. They get all right. It's absolutely amazing. So tell me about how you get the audience involved, right? Cause you've got this pay it forward campaign. I went on the site last night. You're crushing it on that. You got all these yeah. tickets available for people who can't see it. So how do you try to open the doors up for folks who might not be able to get there? Yeah. So anybody can go to angel.com slash freedom. And you can either, if you have resources, you can pay it forward for other people so that they can watch it for free. But, you know, I grew up in a very uh, poor, uh, impoverished household um, in Burley, Idaho as a, as a little farm boy. We worked for farmers and, you know, we didn't go to the movie theaters. Matter of fact, I remember my brother Neil telling the story of his first memory of a movie was at like 16 or 17. It was Lion mm -hmm. King. And uh, and it just was such an impressionable moment for him. And uh, and in my I've had impressionable moments with movies as well. And so when when we we didn't even anticipate that the the outpour of the amount of people who'd want to pay it forward for other people to get tickets uh for his only son and now for sound of freedom and so we're so grateful but you can go to angel.com slash freedom you can claim a free ticket if you can't afford it you can buy tickets there or you can pay it forward so other people can can get tickets for free and it's just it's such a meaningful way to bring awareness and spread the awareness throughout the world because this is the first step of solving any problem is awareness yeah. And and now that we're we're getting there, you know, we're so excited for all ships to rise with the rising tide. People always ask, what more can I do? I think everybody, every individual is going to have different capacities, resources, and aptitudes to be able to help solve this problem. And so I would just invite people to watch the film and listen to what their heart and what the spirit tells them 
in terms of what they can do and how they can yeah. contribute to help solve this uh, this this problem of of trafficking. Yeah, I mean, last night I'm like, I got to get everybody on the show that I can that's associated with this thing that they'll throw my way, <laughs> right? And just like get our audience tuned up because that's just more people that are rowing this boat in that direction, which is that's incredible. Right. You that's teased right. a few things. What can you tell us, man? For you guys, it's obviously just been incredible growth, right? You are quite literally doing the Lord's work, um, which is amazing. And, and quite frankly, feels like it's needed now more than ever. I mean, you know, I just, I'm a, I'm a dad and a husband and I just, I look around and feel like every day, some new wild yeah. sort of uh, challenge is being thrown at us, we man. We never would have we yeah. never thought it would look like, you know, we've got many, many more stories that amplify light throughout the world. And so you can always go to angel.com and, and sign up and, and, and stream our content there for free and pay it forward for other content like the chosen or any of our other yeah. projects. And, but more importantly, um, you know, let's, let's, let's make the next month or two while this films in theaters as impactful as possible. And let's, uh, let's change the world together. Tell me the website again, one more time. So folks Angel. can go there. Com slash freedom or angel.com either one angel.com slash freedom it's amazing jordan Harmon, he's the president of angel studios he and his two brothers uh running this thing and they've built up just uh an incredible real grassroots movement right and a lot of it's kicked off with the chosen but now you're seeing these incredible theatrical films that are going to change the world and i know you guys will find it if you haven't seen it already a lot of folks i know in my sphere have been talking about seeing this thing and and just was blessed to be able to watch it last night and had to get you on here as quickly as we can. And we flipped it around. Uh, no, thank shout you. out to Lori too. Thanks you, for, yep. you know, sharing your voice and your audience so that we can get this out there. Thank it's you. Absolutely, you got it. He's Jordan Harmon from Angel Studios. I'm Brian Jodas. That's been this episode of Pick Up the Six Podcast.